Okay, so we haven't done one of these videos in a long time, but you asked for what we're doing here is 10 rules for making your first million. Okay, so let's get right into it. There's three different ways to do it. One is the fast method, the other one is the average method, and the other one is the slow method. The fast method, you'll make your first million within five to 10 years, high risk, high chaos, low quality of life for three to five years. You're maybe a startup founder, maybe a salesperson, sales leader, but a lot of pressure is on you, and you're working 80 hours every single week. You're working on Saturdays, a little bit of Sunday, and you're going on this for like five to 10 years, okay? So the second one is the average method, takes 10 to 20 years. Here's how this looks, your mid-level risk type of a person, your supporting role in a chaotic environment with a decent life, meaning you don't want all the pressure to be on you. You don't want to be the person that 24 seven you're on call, people are calling you, this didn't work, that didn't work, you're having dinner with your wife. You don't want that. You're okay with having some of it, but not full on founder, founder, and you're okay with that. You do have equity, maybe in a startup that you have an equity in the company, eventually maybe you earn that equity in the company, that is your way of making the money, or you're a salesperson that's very good and being a great market, you're very good with clients, you eventually make your first million. Last but not least is the slow method, takes 20 30, 40 years, this is little to no risk. You have a balanced quality of life. You come home at five o'clock every night, maybe six o'clock every night. You invest in a fund, maybe $300 a month at 12% rate of return over 30 years, which ends up being a little over a million bucks. Or you do $1,000 a month at 12% over a 20 year period. You make your million dollars. Maybe you buy a multifamily home and you never sell it. Maybe your own home, you buy it, you never sell it. Maybe you got a couple different homes. You buy the first one, take the equity into the next one, into the third one, buy the fourth one, you're a millionaire. That's the slow method. Now. What I want to share with you is 10 rules on the fastest way to make a million dollars with these 10 different mindsets. I can come up with 50 of them, but I'm giving you just 10 of them in this video. So let's get right into it. I want to give a quick shout out to our sponsors, Gold Co. Here's what I want you to think about when it comes down to gold. My concern when it comes down to investments today is what can I invest in that's not duplicatable? Here's why. Because the more we see national debt, $31 trillion, national debt's about to $32 trillion. What does that mean? They keep reprinting money because that's duplicatable. Keep reprinting and reprinting and reprinting. You can't duplicate and reproduce more gold. There's a limited supply of it. So for me, I use that as a way to hedge. Yes, people say it's going to go to 4,000, 5,000, 10,000. I'm not here to make any predictions. What I will tell you is what I did is I invested a small percentage of my money into gold just in case. Just like I want a lot of life insurance, I also want gold. So if you do want to kind of hedge yourself against what could happen with inflation as well as what's happening with the economy today, I suggest you consider gold coin when it comes on to buying your gold. So by team viewers could get up to $10,000 in free silver and a free one ounce silver Ronald Reagan coin with a qualified order. Call them today at 855-594-2758. Again, 855-594-2758 or click the link below goldco.com forward slash PBD. Here's the first one. At the beginning, say yes to everything because later on you're going to have to say no to almost everything. Here's what I mean by it. Hey, you know, we're having this thing going on on Friday night. There's going to be 100 people there, you know, I want to invite you to come out and networking great. You're like, I really don't want to go, but you go. Hey, this Saturday afternoon, we got this one thing going on. That's like, yes, no problem. Obviously, outside of what your core business is that you have responsibility and commitments to, don't drop your core responsibility of running a company. Hey, you want to meet this person? Let's do Zoom. Do you want to meet that person? Let's go meet him. You want to have a cup of coffee? Yes. I was doing six o'clock breakfast at Denny's, seven o'clock breakfast. Like literally my 6 a.m. meeting would go till seven. My 7 a.m. breakfast would show up. On the first one, I would have eggs. On the second one, I would have steak at Denny's and the same exact table. Then eight o'clock, he goes to work. I go to my office. I have a meeting. Then I have a lunch appointment. I have three. But I was, yes, yes, yes. Late at night. Hey, do you want to pull me to this bar? Let's meet at this 11 o'clock at night. It's the only time I can meet you. It doesn't matter. Hey, I, I can meet you in San Diego and I want to introduce you to five months. It doesn't matter. I am driving. I would put 30,000 miles per 
courier on my car just to say yes to everything because I knew I was one client away from making my first million. I was one contact away, one relationship away. That was my mindset. So I was like, oh, it's going to be this guy. It's going to be that guy. It's going to be this guy. Eventually, I met a guy at a hotel near LAX who gave me 600 leads that made me my first 30, 40 million bucks just because of one contact. But again, say yes to almost everything at the beginning. Later on, when you make your 10, 100 million, you're going to have to say no to almost everything. Point number two, follow one religion. What do I mean by this? Like, think about what I see a lot of people doing that they don't create any momentum. But I like the way how he does it. Yeah, I'm going to do sales like this, but I want to do funnels like this, but I want to do this like, but I want to do like this. And what if we do this? But I like how this guy does it. You're all over the place. Pick one religion on how you're going to get your customers and clients and stop constantly jumping. Oh, you guys do it this way. Oh, I'm going to go to you. Oh, I'm going to go. You're not creating any momentum. Momentum is created from sticking to one philosophy and constantly fine tuning your philosophy and then constantly jumping all over the place. Every time you see a new video with a new YouTuber that gives you a new idea, you switch your philosophy of doing things. You hurt yourself by doing that. Pick a religion, stick to it, drive that philosophy until you create momentum. Point number three is leverage. Leverage is key. And by the way, what I mean by leverage is leverage salespeople, leverage the right funnels, leverage the right contact, leverage the right relationship. It doesn't matter. Your main thing is to leverage. It could be leveraging somebody else's money. It could be leveraging somebody else that gave you an investment to help grow your business at the beginning. It doesn't matter if you want the faster way. The key is to have some leverage. You only have a certain amount of hours you can work in a week. I would sit there and I would say, okay, I got 80 hours, 200 hours I can do. How can I leverage this to be 100 hours? Well, what if you got two salespeople that do 50 a week. Okay, great. How can I leverage? Everything was about leverage, leverage, leverage. So the ones that get there the fastest typically have the right leverage, tools, technology, software. It doesn't matter. Think, ask yourself, what can I do to leverage to expedite the process of making my first million? And when you interview other people that are successful, ask them, what technology tool relationship did you leverage to speed up the process of you winning? You'll be amazed how much you can learn by asking people that question. Point number four is protecting your credit score. And it's very, very important at the beginning stages of it. It's kind of tough to do what you wanted if your credit score is in the 400s, 500s, even 600s. If you got a high credit score, that gains your credibility. But also, credit score isn't just your FICO with Experian, TransUnion, or Equifax. If you say you're going to be there at a certain time, be there earlier. If you say you're going to send a certain email, do it. If you make a commitment to certain people, keep them. Protect your credit score because people will say, I can rely on this person because he is very, very reliable. When he or she says they're going to do something, they do it. At the beginning, this matters. It's always going to matter a lot, but it's going to matter even more at the beginning. Point number five, at the beginning, it matters very much for you to specialize way before you generalize. Meaning, don't say, I do loans for $500,000, million, $10 million, $1 million, but I also do escrow, also do real estate, I also do this, I also do that. Stop it. Pick one. Whatever it is, pick one of them and specialize. You can generalize later on when you make your first million, but one of the biggest mistakes to make before you make that is to constantly try to generalize. Specialize. One product, one niche, one market. Master that, then generalize if you need to, but at the beginning, specialize. Point number six, stop waiting for customers to come to you. They're not going to find you. It's your job to go find them. Meaning prospecting's got to be to the roof. Back in the days, I would go put fish bowls and I would give away dry cleaners and I would foot, put it up in five different places. I would go to the local subway, Quiznos. I'm going to give away 10 foot long sandwiches for somebody that drops their business cards. They would. I would call one of them, winner, send it to them. Everybody else would love to take you out to lunch. I'm a local business owner wanting to build relationship with yourself. It doesn't matter what I was doing, but today, here's what I'd be doing today. So let's just say I live in a big city. Let's pick LA, okay? 
Let's pick Dallas. And Dallas Metropolitan is the big city, right? But I would go and look at the hashtags on Instagram outside of Dallas, say I'm a realtor. Let's say Addison. I would go to the hashtag Addison, Texas. There aren't a lot of people that are gonna put a hashtag Addison, Texas. But then I would go on that hashtag Addison, Texas, and I would see people that just use that hashtag and I would network with them. Hey, picture posted with the Cowboys jersey. Hey, man, love the Cowboys jersey you got on. Great to see another Cowboys fan. And then you put those things out there, then you DM them. So what do you do? I notice you. Da, da, da. I'd love to get together with you and talk to you and tell you what I do. And you tell me, no problem. And then maybe if you're real estate, you're developing relationships through that. Maybe you're insurance, maybe you're finance, maybe your product is something else. But there are so many ways to prospect today. Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. To say prospecting has become easier than ever before is an understatement. But you can't sound like everybody else. You got to figure out a way to do it in a more creative way. It's almost like how a lot of people say, well, you know, he was kind of sliding in my DMs. If you slide in people's DMs as a customer like everybody else is doing, they're going to find that right off the bat. You have to have a creative way to get to them where almost they're asking you, what do you do for a living? But anyways, if you want to make your first million the fastest, prospect, prospect, prospect. Do not wait on people to find you. You go find them. Point number seven, make a list of the top 50 influencers you want to get close to and then put a strategy on how to get close to them. Let me give you an example. So let's just hypothetically, you live in Kansas City and there's this realtor that's doing $3.2 million income last year and everybody knows who he is, right? How do you get close to that person to have lunch or coffee with them, okay? Maybe you're in real estate and you want to get close to the top three influencers who are in accounting and they run an accounting firm and you want to get close to these guys because accountants have clients who may want to purchase a home and so that's your way of getting close to these influencers. I put a list together of the top 50 influencers I wanted to get close to and then strategy on how to get close to each one of them in my own creative way. Once I got in front of them, you don't ask for nothing. You don't sit there and say, let me tell you, here's what I'm looking for. No. All you say is, how can I help you? You give them contacts, you gift them a book, a relationship, and then gradually they're going to say, what do you do? Once they ask you what you do, you tell them, here's what I do, X, Y, Z. And then they say, now I have somebody I want to introduce you to. Fantastic. But in a subtle way you protect and you water these influencer relationships. The more you water them, the more you water them, the more you water them, all of a sudden, five of them are going to give you context that's going to change your life. And that's exactly what happened to me. Hang tight for this next one. It's going to take me a minute to explain to you, but it's going to make all the sense. For the right person, this may be the only point you remember. I'm working at Bally's. Bally's changes their comp plan. This is 20 years ago, 23 years ago. They changed their comp plan. Guys that were making 150 are now making 50. Everybody's looking at going elsewhere. This is when Bally's was, when bankrupt, 24-hour fitness and LA Fitness bought a bunch of Bally's. These five guys, I'm one of them, we're all looking to see where we're going to next. One guy goes into real estate, works with this guy, picks up great habits from this guy, makes 10 million, does very well, invested into real estate. He's doing good now, makes, you know, a few hundred thousand dollars per year off his investment properties. He's very happy. He's chilling. He did the right thing. 10 years, he went on a 10-year run. He did good. The other two guys went after a cool guy to duplicate who would always go to this club called Garden of Eden. Coke, drugs, X, everything. They duplicated. Oh, I closed this much money, but let's go do this. Let's go do that. Let's go do that. These two guys were beasts. I'm talking beasts of competitors. Two of my favorite guys in a company that I was uh, we were friends with. So they went and worked under that guy for two or three years. The next thing you know, they're starting their own company. Guess what they're doing? The same exact thing, except the worse. One went to jail, one lost three of his houses, bunch of the Rolls Royce that he owned, one got deported, tax situation, ugly, ugly situation. Good people 
duplicated the wrong habits. I chose to go to a different route and I had, you know, good examples that I work with, a lot of personal life examples, those things, the things that matter the most, values, principles, all that other stuff. That is almost as important creating your wealth as it is. I'm gonna work with a guy that's making millions because you need the right principles. It's not just about making the money, it's also about keeping the money. More is caught than taught. If you do choose to work under somebody that's very, very good at what they do, how they live their personal lives matters just as much as how much money and success they have. This next one is so simple, but it's so hard to do. Track your savings and your expenses. Let me explain to you what I mean by this. It was as simple as for me. I liked a lemonade, but I would drink water and I would put lemon in it and sweet and low and turn that into a lemonade. Tastes the same, but I saved myself $2. So if you did that three times a day, six bucks, over 300 times a year, you understand $2,000. What's $2,000? It was so, I was driving a Ford Focus with a quarter million dollars in the bank and everybody's asking me, why the hell? I eventually had to get a call from one of my chairmen who called me and said, Patrick, it's embarrassing. Go buy yourself a nice car. I said, I don't want to. I'm saving the money. Why would I do it? Trust me, people are thinking you're broke. I said, I just show my statement. I'm not broke. Can you just get a car? Finally, I bought a car because for me, I understood cash is king. Cash allows me to work with a lot of confidence. And if you're trying to grow at the beginning stages of it with opportunities come along, every 18th of the month, I would run my credit score. I would track all my savings, all my funds, my investments, my expenses, my credit cards with the highest pain, everything. Every single 18th, I would do this report with myself on this Excel spreadsheet that I track on a monthly basis. So track your savings, track your expenses, and increase your income. Point number 10, you're gonna have a lot of distractions during this time, a lot. Girlfriends, parents, weddings, anniversaries, birthdays, bunch of distractions. I eliminated negative distractions and I replaced it with positive distractions. Life is filled with distractions. Being married is a form of a distraction, but hopefully it's a positive distraction. Having kids is a form of a distraction, but is a positive distraction if done right. Exercising is a distraction because it takes you a couple hours to spend time taking care of your health, but it is a positive distraction. The more positive distractions you have helps you eliminate negative distractions. Negative distractions set you back. Positive distractions help you go to the next level. So find ways, make a list of all the distractions you have in your life today and figure out a way to convert those to positive distractions. Trust me, kids who go and finish high school without making any of the big mistakes, their parents did a very good job creating positive distractions in their lives. Just like you had some positive distractions in high school, you need the same old positive distractions as an adult. If you got value from this video, give it a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. I got another video I want you to watch, which I think I did five or maybe even six, seven years ago. 11 skills to master as an entrepreneur. If you've never seen this, click here to watch it. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, bye-bye.